0: Alright, back again. Welcome back. I was uh, away in Australia, and I'm back um, in Taiwan, in the uh, Green Hermitage. So, uh, today, continuing reading Tao Te Ching, starting with Chapter 33, uh, moving to maybe 34, 35, Um, more clear to me that um, the translations are adequate but not most excellent Uh, most excellent I would say really requires um, a very broad metaphysical view and uh, a discipline to not inject personal um, sentiment or, uh, literary, um, embellishment, uh, and you'll see, uh, I see when I'm comparing the original text of the Chinese characters at the top of these pages to the translations of Arthur Whaley and DC Lau, that these are good or adequate or maybe very good translations, but not excellent, meaning I think they miss some things. and they're making it too readable (laughs) it's it's, uh, I think more important than making it uh, readable for English readers English language readers uh, is to be exceedingly tight to the original text exceedingly Um, even uh, being non-grammatical when necessary so let's just jump in 33, first Arthur Whaley and then DC Lau, and you'll get the point. And the, what I consider an excellent, most excellent translation is not that far from theirs, uh, but it's tighter. And I'll do my best and show some examples of that, I think, with 33. So Tao De Ching, chapter 33, starting with Arthur Whaley. To understand others is to have knowledge, to understand oneself is to be illuminated. To conquer others needs strength. To conquer oneself is harder still. To be content with what one has is to be rich. He that works through violence may get his way, but only what stays in its place can endure. When one dies, one is not lost. There is no other longevity. And D.C. Lau. He who knows others is clever... He who knows himself has discernment. He who overcomes others has force. He who overcomes himself is strong. He who knows contentment is rich. He who perseveres is a man of purpose. He who does not lose his station will endure. He who lives out his days has had a long life. So, the first... Uh, four or five particularly uh first four or five lines has a similar structure uh, a certain kind of achievement leads to a certain kind of uh, result or uh, uh, one, uh, achievements of understanding compared to achievements of force or power Activity in relation to other, or the activity of um, mastering or overcoming, <clears throat> uh, and then um, an attitude towards uh, material conditions, contentment versus violence, uh, and the difference between staying and leaving, or continuance versus restlessness. And how that associates to um, perseverance, it, it actually pers- it, the condition of longevity, the condition of um, persistence, persistence, spiritual persistence, um, abiding, <clears throat> abiding where one rightly shall or should or one uh, ought to be abiding. Abiding properly, proper abiding, <laughs> and so knowing and its consequences, uh, exercise of power or force and its consequences, um, uh, wise attitude towards material conditions in general, and the alter- and the contrast between, uh contentment and restless um, ambition and the basis of all these greater knowings being persistence and its result or um, the achievement of persistence which is calm abiding like samadhi (laughs) uh, or long term abiding uh, properly As one should so to the original text you'll see put your mouse cursor over each of the characters from the right column to the left so this is read from the right to the left where it's columnar not vertical not not linear or not horizontal so we're going vertical the vertical columns 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 vertical columns are the lines so first you have ch which is a no ren ren uh, anyway. For, forgetting about it's different tones of the same Z H E Z H I. Uh knowing man or knowing humanity uh, a person or one is wise. One has wisdom. So, knowing humanity, I would read it as knowing humanity, because it's not just a self, it's humanity or men. Knowing men, knowing people, knowing humanity, one uh, has wisdom, or one is wise. You know, one is uh, is wise. The self-knowing, the next line, one is clear, Ming um ming ming tian means bright bright sun or bright heaven bright heaven ming tian means tomorrow so in chinese chinese language is lovely anybody wants to move to taiwan and learn chinese and go to classical chinese uh, uh there'll be a place for you uh <clears throat> knowing uh, uh knowing uh, self or self knowing one is ming one is clear and bright um shang which is either bearing or victory over man or humanity so bearing with human bearing with men <laughs> Be, uh, having victory or conquering conquering others or bearing with others which is not the same uh, one has li li one has power so bearing with people or overcoming or conquering people uh, one has power uh, oneself bearing with oneself or conquering oneself one has um, uh, one has power or strength the way I would read the difference between Li and Chang meaning what's it their difference here there's a difference In the results of conquering or bearing with oneself, overcoming oneself or mastering oneself or mastering people, meaning over uh, conquering, right? Okay, if you want to conquer, bearing with people, uh, overcoming people, conquering people, self-bearing or self-conquering, one has um, power. Uh, Bearing with or overcoming others, one has force. And I would say it's a difference between force and power here. So, we have knowing others, or knowing knowing men, one is wise. Self-knowing, one is bright, like the sun. Uh, Bearing with or overcoming others... Uh, one has force or strength uh, self bearing or self overcoming one has power uh, The next is knowing sufficiency uh, one is rich so content with what has with what one has one is to be rich or they re- uh, loud he who knows contentment is rich fine <laughs> I would just take it very tight, knowing sufficiency um, one is rich. So I would read, knowing men, one is wise. Knowing, uh, -knowing, self-knowing, one is bright, like the sun. Uh, Bearing with or overcoming men, one has, one is strong. Self-bearing or self-overcoming, one is, one has power. Knowing sufficiency, one is rich. And then we have the other word, the word we used before for strength or force. Uh, force, and then what is it? Force as a profession, or the the competence of force, or the conduct of force. Um, one has will. So you see, the the line that they that Whaley wrote, as he that works through violence may get his way. Um, Lao <laughs> Lau wrote, as he who perseveres is a man of purpose. But actually, the real line, <laughs> tighter, I'd say, is um, uh, the conduct of strength, uh, conducting oneself, the, the, the way the uh, the conduct of with conduct by by the conduct of strength um one one has will and then we have um not leaving one's place one persists one has duration dying or um <clears throat> the dying uh the last line is a little difficult uh don't know. I I actually can't read the last line, (laughs) at least not quickly. Um, But it's for sure. It's associated with longevity, and it's associated with not dying or not ending. And so, something like um, holding to holding to the deathless, one persists. (laughs) Okay, that's a very Buddhist perspective, Buddhist translation, but. Uh, the last line is perhaps even the more important. Not leaving your own place, one persists; one has longevity. What does it mean? Uh, Whaley wrote, "One die, when one dies, one is not lost." That that's a rather bad translation, I'd say, of that last line. While Lao said, "He who lives out his days has had a long life," which is tautological. It's like saying, "He who lives a long time has long has a long life." Okay, it's a, so you see, both of them missed the last line. I would say. Humbly submit to you that both of them last, lost the last line. Uh, because the first word, 死, is also die, but it's also impassable, uncrossable, inflexible, rigid. Um, inflexibility, um, what, um, shows the causal relation of not dying? Uh you'd have to look at the roots of this word the first of the last column on the left they wrote it as, you know, when one dies, I think it's not quite that Um, not dying it's the holding, I would say, it's more like holding, holding, holding fast or the Rig, uh, rigid- rigidity um in in the deathless one persists or continues and basically it's about holding to what doesn't die holding to one that what doesn't die one doesn't die what it doesn't die what doesn't die is the place from from which creation came well it's called intelligent infinity it's called sci it, it's Felt by a human as Samadhi, silence of mind at a steady state, as Ra said, holding the mind steady in the light. It's the spirit complex. It's calm abiding like Samadhi. It's a quiet mind, a non-proliferation. The the mind uh, that is non-proliferation, the quiet mind, is a taste of the deathless. Boom. Uh, Tasting the deathless, one doesn't die. Uh, coming from or living in or abiding in or holding true to um, the the non created the the deathless one persists what persists the one yeah right <laughs> the source and so non you know things come out of uh, of the condition before things right that 's just tautological so before the big bang. The scientist and the skeptic and the materialist dare not go what was before the big bang which um, generated the creation of light which is the illusion of limits which is uh, the octave the multi-dimensional octaves of experience of apparently separative beingness in apparently substantial time and space the apparent reality of multi-dimensional octaves for soul evolution in the appearance and experience the apparent manifestation of time and space what's before all that well, that's the deathless because it hadn't been born prior to birth uh, that which isn't born and dies Um, very much can be tasted by samadhi (coughs) silence of mind a steady state non-proliferation, a quiet mind Uh, that's the place from which uh, bang arises that's the deathless akin akin to the deathless akin to the deathless before restlessness before conceit <coughs> before uh, an apparently separative identity of selfhood before memory and identity as Ra would say tracing back from 6, 7 to 8 densities or finishing the last 3 fetters the 10 fetters before the last three of conceit and restlessness and basic ignorance, Uh, before um, any generation of light or bang. Um, The origin of light, Ross said, is the action of free will upon love. So living in the all potential, uh, all potentiated, the, the infinite potentia, Um, of um, the natural blend of free of infinite of will and love (laughs) before light and so like we're talking about meditation is critical Uh, you can only go so far the self transformation the transformation of mind body spirit is intrinsically limited when one only does study and rectification of view meaning gets clear about this and that clear about the way of healing and balance and the nature of self and the path and creation and its purpose and all that getting clear about all that it can only it does um, body mind spirit transformation or seven chakra transformation only to a limited extent one can only the way of transforming mind is to go above mind or to go above body mind which is spirit complex which is uh holding the mind steady in the light, from the level of light or what's prior to mind. Light is prior to mind. What's prior to light? That's Tao. And that's um lived or tasted by Tauda, which is um akin to or tasted by quiet mind, non proliferation. And that's I think the meaning of the last line that um what impassable, uncrossable <laughs> uh the condition of uh, impassibility um, or deathless is what persists and where we have real where real will, re, where where real wellness can be found <clears throat> because everything comes and goes everything goes up and down everything is born dies um, but that which is before birth never dies and so that's where want that's where the true daoist makes their home 34 um you'll see or i can see the same kind of issues but i can't go through all of this word by word arthur whaley then dc lao translation data Ching, chapter 34 <clears throat> great dao is like a boat that drifts it can go this way it can go that the ten thousand creatures owe their existence to it and it does not disown them yet having produced them it does not take possession of them it makes no claim to be master over them and asks nothing asks for nothing from them therefore it may be called the lowly the ten thousand creatures obey it though they ha- though they know not that they have a master therefore it is called the great So, too, the sage, just because he never at any time makes a show of greatness, in fact, achieves greatness. So this is uh, actually similar to 33 and um, takes it a little further uh, beyond, you know, knowing self and other or having mastery or the ability to bear with self and other and the notion of uh, contentment and persistence. Um going from the sage back to Dao and a term that's used in the first actually let me uh, read Lao first uh the the Lao Whaley was right by calling it great Dao because the first two words are da dao da dao big Dao great Dao, but <clears throat> Lao wrote it as the way' is broad. Reaching left as well as right, the myriad creatures depend on it for life, yet it claims no authority. It accomplishes its task, yet le- let- yet lays claim to no merit. It clothes and feeds the myriad creatures, yet lays no claim to being their master. Ever, Forever free of desire, it can be called small, yet as it lays no claim to being master, When the myriad creatures turn to it, it can be called great. It is because it never attempts itself to become great that it succeeds in becoming great. Very traditional, typical Taoist um, philosophy um, of reframing. Somebody's unmuted there. Oh, no, just some sound appeared. (laughs) Um, If the sound goes bad, let me know, because I hear just some static started. So, the original, the first line here of Chapter 34 is uh, Da Dao, right, Big Dao, extensive or overflows, his or it or their, can, left, right. So, uh, Great Dao, overflowing or the extensive overflowing great Tao uh, can go left or right uh, 10,000 things and I, I respect Whaley for putting the 10,000 creatures rather than Lao who said the myriad I mean literalism is good, literalism is our best, our best hope uh, with the word translations to get back to the teacher's meaning the teacher uh, Lao Tzu, the teacher. Literalism is good. So ten thousand things, it's a one. Ten thousand things rely on um, what they rely on or use um, use it, or they're born born by it. Uh, but there's no uh, decline. So the ten thousand things. Uh, rely upon it, rely it upon it, and use it for birth, or are born by it. But there's no no decline of Da Dao, its expansiveness, its intelligent infinity. Right? That's what's called infinity. <laughs> so infinity is not um, uh, diminished by permanent by perpetual creation of light. And so Dao Da Dao, like Dao Da. Uh, Dao Da is um, the way of Dao, the Dao of Dao, the manifestation or the operation of Dao in creation. Uh, it's the operation of infinity. And so the Taoist is trying to be the infinite, trying to um, take example from Dao, uh, infinity, the boundless, the source of all, the inexhaustible, the deathless. Just like Buddhism, the deathless, the inexhaustible nirvana, right? The blowing out of a flame. There's no more conditioned burning uh, because its roots or its uh, sustenance has been removed. The sustenance for uh, eternal burning and um, wandering, transmigration... Through the thirty-one planes, the seven realms, the seven dimensions, the six realms, the the triloka, three worlds of uh, uh, that go from what elementality through the mineral, plant, animal to the human, to its lower variants of uh, hungry ghost and hell, to fourth dimensional, fifth, sixth, the realms of the devas and the negative asuras. Um, beyond up through form through formless um, beyond that's all a burning house for Gautama in the perspective of putting an end to um, continual dying if you want to end dying uh, one must um, eliminate the sustenance for birth and that means um learning uh, transforming really the seven chakras or the totality of body mind spirit uh, to the point where you're finished the ten fetters and the taoist is sort of a philosophical presentation of source and its operation and the ways of living in accord with it and the ways of living <clears throat> um According with Tao while living with men, um, making one's life and one's mind ever more uh, in harmony with Source or the Deathless or the Inexhaustible or the Precreational or Preluminal uh, Tao by knowing Tao De, its operations, uh, and how to handle phenomena and the way of phenomena, which is birth and death, which is Anichanata Dukkha. And so, <laughs> the Taoist is talking about all this because he knows that, that creation or experience is Anichanata Dukkha, the three marks or characteristics of Buddhism. The Taoist sage knows that uh, all arises and passes away, that there's ever-changing polarity, the cycles of change by polarity, and that it's essentially insubstantial. Or like a dream, like a bubble, like a dewdrop, uh, heart sutra, I think it's Diamond Sutra um, in Buddhism. Uh, the Taoist, <laughs> this is the basis of uh, uh, Mahayana Buddhism in China. The, the basis, before there was a Mahayana Buddhism in China, uh, there was this stream of Taoist philosophy um, preceding it in China. Before it, Buddhism came from India, what, 2,000 years ago or so, into China and Bodhidharma, daruma, Bodhidharuma, Daruma Daishi, as they say in Japan, uh, came to, came for the barbarian, came from the West, from India, to China. Taoism uh, was alive and well. The sages were um, living this way, and Mahayana Buddhism very much inherited uh, the way of um, individual, uh, the, the philosophy of uh, metaphysical spiritual Taoism the the spiritual metaphysical philosophy of Taoism there's the legalist Taoism also but that um, is a different stream in Taoism from the beginning here you can see also some addressed to the ruler but this is addressed to the sage and the one that wishes uh, to put an end to um, being out of harmony with with um, creation and its uh, purpose uh, and this is not basically giving practice but giving the, an understanding of the philosophy of, of source and its operation and phenomenal arising uh, which is of very much they know the three marks that it's impermanent and ever-changing and insubstantial or not to be relied upon and stressful or difficult and so, it's, there, there's no notion of a boat that floats, actually. It's really Da Dao, extensive and overflows. And that, that reality can be tasted by quiet mind. And so, uh, 10,000 creatures are born by it. Um, it doesn't decline. It doesn't control. And these are obviously... Little nudges or hints to the the person, the sage, the seeker, who wishes to be in accord with Tao and Dao. Um, help, but don't control. Uh, offer, but don't manipulate. Don't expect. Don't demand. Um, let let them be. Know them. Know yourself. Um, go beyond. Being manipulated by others, go beyond being manipulated by self. <laughs> don't let your don't let others beat you. Don't let your mind beat you. Don't walk around beaten down by your own mind. <laughs> Love your mind. Don't suffer by it. Don't beat yourself uh, because <laughs> you're the self you're beating. So don't beat others. Uh, they are also the self you might be beating, and need not. Uh, makes no claim to be master and this whole notion of um, claiming lots of people say I'm an expert well I'm an expert and um, (laughs) it's the oxymoron of uh, the term human expertise Um, but you know (laughs) this is a world of repeaters that don't know they're repeating and don't really have that much interest in knowing where they are why they're here, um, and the greater view. They just don't really care. There may be there, there are lots of decent folks. in Australia, I met lots of good people. But you know, <laughs> they too are isolated. They too, many of them know themselves as wanderers. They too um, stand apart from predominantly spiritual apathetic uh, collective society, human predominantly, spiritually apathetic Ross had the vast sinkhole of indifference no doubt they just don't care and so I don't know bro mr., mr. 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 logos you know you give them free will or um, produce them sustain them support them make no claim over them ask nothing from them yes uh, and yet the longer they recycle in third density I would say uh, the harder it will be for some metaphysically to ever get out of third density. Yes, as 2150 says, every failure can be seen as a success and therefore be called failure success. It gets us closer to success uh, for most souls, but not if they're being overmastered by a very skillful, manipulative Uh, overlord class of minions and slaves to Orion that themselves are apathetic because they're going to be cycling in 3D a long time too but they think they got it made, they think they're doing well and after they die most of them will be very surprised and upset that's um, the overlordship of the spiritually apathetic Um, more self-deception given that uh I do you know <laughs> I've made my opinions known in the councils that um modification of the parameters associated with uh, infringement non-infringement of free will need to be adjusted and the topography of the veil in 3D physical mind also needs to be reviewed um so souls don't so that souls don't get stuck in 3D forever friends so but this lovely at the end here is the the very Taoist perspective which is um why psychologists are uh, also will know this um thou doth protest too much that type of thing where um, there's projection and um, distortion uh, revealed by excessive presentations like someone who's um, hotly against something actually secretly doing it, uh, or those that claim to be super virtuous being uh, super vicious and distorted in private, uh, those that say I'm great being <laughs> in working out of um, insecurity inferiority complex. Overcompensation, psychological overcompensation, manifesting in a distorted, in a in an exaggerated presentation, how the person presents or a client presents, um, as being the opposite of the underlying of an underlying condition that they do not want to admit or face, and so, the the sage doesn't make a show of greatness, and therefore may be called great. I mean, a true sage, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. And that's the one that one should be with, uh, as Kagavisana Sutta, the rhinoceros, tells us. uh, The one who is our equal or better, equal or better in the development of green-blue indigo, love, virtue, morality, wisdom, uh, discernment, honesty, truth and being real, and spiritual awareness, awareness of unity, uh, gratitude, forgiveness, uh, deep spirituality and deep healing and um, freedom from small mindedness and old pain the one that's our equal or our better ya yeah, should be with us if we can if they'll take us um, and those that uh, are not one should be careful of because um, uh, the Kāgavisana Sutta the, the line is uh, friends associate for with a motive and so uh, one should be very aware of the motives of ourself and the ones are people around us and um, be careful of people whose motives are distorted or manipulative or controlling so the Taoist doesn't try to master anybody doesn't try to force anything the Logos too but the Logos may need to <laughs> review some uh, core parameters for uh, systemic evolution here uh, the sage Is the one uh, who supports without demand and that's unconditional love never attempts to become great that it succeeds in becoming great may well be if if the sage is in harmony with Dauda that's the point if the sage is in harmony with Dauda um, being broad being extensive being able to go right and left uh, I understand where you're coming from and I sympathize with your pain I see your distortions, but I don't blame. I understand somewhat of what's going on, but I won't force it upon you. I'm available if you wish, and if you don't, that's fine, too, because I got my own thing to do, you know. And um, neither going over nor letting others push us down. So the lowly or the great, um, beyond any need, beyond... Uh, the arrogance of considering ourselves great, and beyond the distortions by which one uh, dismiss or dislike ourselves and call ourselves lowly, beyond lowly and great, or beyond dominance and submission. <laughs> you can call this beyond dominance and submission, beyond grasping and aversion. Hey, hey! Beyond distorted self-image, uh, inflation or deflation, arrogance or self-abnegation. Uh, beyond all that stuff um, before there's a higher a low, there's source, and before there's thoughts of I'm great or I'm terrible um, there's quiet mind, non-proliferation and so the Taoist takes their model from that now, moving on I think we'll go to 35 and then call it a day Uh, time is rolling Oh, I see, we started late. Okay, so still have 20 minutes. Uh, Let me move on to 35. Also worth reading word by word, but I I didn't really do that. Um, Another translation of the Tao Te Ching (laughs) is a possibility here. Uh, Just using the simple characters and holding to a very tight transliteration mm. word by word anyway let's go to Dada 35 Arthur Whaley then D.C. Lao. he who holding the great form goes about his work in the empire can go about his can go about his yet do no harm all is peace quietness and security sound of music smell of good dishes will make the passing stranger pause how difference or how different the words that Tao gives forth so thin so flavorless if one looks for Tao there is nothing solid to see if one listens for it there is nothing loud enough to hear yet if one uses it it is inexhaustible so that's quite poetic and well well written I'm not sure if it's well translated um, we'll look and further uh, the point is that um, the it's it's the difference between manifestation uh, or the manifestation of the operation of Tao or Daoda uh, what Dauda brings um, uh, for the sage who lives by it uh, Daoda in operation, the, the operation of Dao, which is, I'd say, Dao da, uh employed by the sage in society um, versus its basis being Dao, you know, that which is the basis of harmonious operation, the source from which one may learn the way of harmonious uh, operation. Or harmonious living and benefit to all creatures. Uh, it's the source and its manifestation, the Dao and the, and its virtue. Dao and the, as Waley translated, Dao De Ching, the way and its power. And so the way and its De, its power, um, that is its manifestation or operation. Um, Employed by the sage uh, in benefit of the ten thousand creatures, um, virtue versus what it is, what what essentially it is, and that's interesting. It's like um, from water, one may make ten thousand drinks or beverages. So ten thousand beverages come out of water, yet the taste of water is uh, none. Yet added to it, we have the ten thousand beverages. I survey the 10,000 beverages. And so, now, uh, as prior to taste, yet, um, when the basis of um, a sage or one's life, uh, one may manifest uh, 10,000 delicious beverages, mm-hmm. or support the 10,000 creatures for their own evolution. That's the Logos, right? That's is. What God does. So, okay. Arthur Whaley, uh, D.C. Lau, chapter 35. Have in your hold the great image, and the empire will come to you. Coming to you, and meeting with no harm, it will be safe and sound. Music and food will induce the wayfarer, the wanderer, (laughs) to stop. The way... This guy, he really should, he doesn't know that he should should capitalize it. The way, or the Tao, in its passage through the mouth is without flavor. It cannot be seen, it cannot be heard, yet it cannot be exhausted by use. Uh, Very similar. And so, holding the great form, have in your hold a great image, the original is... um, Execute or grasp da da uh, the great form like an elephant. Tian uh, under wāng <laughs> uh, I would take more time. I can't actually translate this on the fly. But um, by um the, the term is uh, zhi, the first term could be called execute or grasp and so that's the where they put about holding, having your hold so everybody's trying to be poetic, right? they're always trying to be creative and <laughs> this is um, the difference between um, wishing to embroider and embellish and present my unique personality versus my <laughs> This one here subordinated to the great. This one here subordinated to reality. Not this one here wishes to embellish itself and present itself so others are looking at it. That kind of difference. So holding the great form or holding the great image, empire comes to you or you can go out and do no harm. And that's um, part of why... Um, the classical Chinese is difficult for translation um, whether it's doing or have done to you is not clear or it goes both ways so one um, knowing or holding or executing and living by the great form the great form is another term for Tao or Dao probably Dao Da or um, the great image uh, uh, the manifestation of Tao is akin to the great form or great image, uh, because it's an image, and it's a form, right? So, Tao is prior to image and form, <clears throat> it's prior to duh but when it moves, it uh, comes forth um, as power and executes an operation, an operation uh, called creation, <laughs> called Uh, uh, multi-octavic multi-dimensional metaphysical and physical reality the universe the one verse or turning the one turning uh, of intelligent infinity through the logos it's one turning creates the one boundless time-space space-time physical metaphysical multi-dimensional multi-octavic universe after the Big Bang, but prior to the Big Bang, <clears throat> it's uh, silent and tasteless, um, and different than how it appears. That's why the Buddha is saying, "Things are not as they appear, nor are they otherwise." Things are, meaning manifestation in its true nature, the nature of exi- the nature of manifest phenomena. Things are, things are, or manifest. Manifestation or manifest phenomena is its nature. There, its nature is not completely is not only as it appears, not as they appear, not only, um, uh, not only appearance. <laughs> There's appearance and substance. So, the true nature of phenomena is not limited to appearance. Nor is it otherwise. Its true nature is also not um, apart from its appearance or its manifestation. And so, uh, manifestation, appear. this is, I mean, you know, Nagarjuna, Madhyamaka, the roots of uh, Madhyamaka, middle way philosophy, uh, dear, rough Nagarjuna, a thousand years ago, the basis of most, much of the Tibetan Buddhist um Mm, scholarly activity and philosophical works later, came from Nagarjuna Madhyamaka, Middle Way, between affirmation and denial. <laughs> from affirmation and negation. Before, between um, the rigid positions of it is or it isn't. Buddhism is very <laughs> sophisticated. And Taoism too. Uh, and so the uh, Taoism, the Taoist perspective of Nagarjuna's Madhyamaka philosophy between affirmation and negation. I mean, some western philosoph- philosophers probably have done that too. A Heraclitus maybe. Where, and, and you see it in the ancient Chinese, so um, holding the great form, one can do things. Uh, holding the great form, things come, things are done to one. And so, what you do, uh, doing and receiving is, is a continuum. Hey, hey, the, uh, the upward, downward path, as Heraclitus said. So, each point of a polarity, each aspect of a polarity exists as a continuum of, a, of what could be seen as a, a unity. So, polarity is of a unity. Hey, hey. And so, um, polarity is the manifestation of unity. Um, and each so things are not as they appear Uh, day is night and night is day there's a continuum of day night a continuum of uh, right wrong or virtue vice or self other you know where does self begin and other stop Um, the skin is uh, a manifestation of what molecule tissue manifestation of cells manifestation of what of, uh, atomic, of molecular, uh, formation, which is what? Atomic. Which is what? Space between the nucleus and the, pro- and the electrons, no? So it's all space, or it's all of that. So things are not just as they appear, we are not only as we appear, uh, nor is our true nature separate from our appearance at the present moment, for as long as they, we have an appearance. And so, holding the great form, or um, living in harmony with Daouda, Um one can do things, and one will find things uh, occurring to one. The empire comes to you, and you go about your work in the empire. Uh, we, we treat the world a certain way, the world treats us the same way, actually. That's called karmic reflection. You know? Mm, Ross said, Um, for those on the positive path living without relationship is something like working or progressing without relationship i forgot the term something about um, not being in relationship or avoiding or not having opportunity for relationship is like living without mirrors so relationship is mirroring phenomena mirrors its creator right Um, the operation of heaven and earth or the activity of heaven and earth, mirrors its creator, uh, which is the source of polarity, or beyond beyond the unity of polarity is the source of that. Um, So doing your work uh, in accord with the principles of (laughs) (laughs) green-blue-indigo, love, wisdom, which is basically the... um, the two functions of transpersonal or essential mind or consciousness awareness that um, are in harmony with um, with, with Tao or Thalda. Um in harmony with Godhead um, one is a crystallized healer, crystallized healer has no will, crystallized healer is the one that has maximal activation and balance of green blue and then of course is working from indigo uh, that that one um, re- that that one receives and gives in harmony with Tao because they're in harmony with Tao Do which comes out of the Do that comes out of Tao the operation the power the virtue the way in in activity uh, and and so about that one sound of music smell of good dishes sounds like Astral City right no solar Makes the passing stranger pause. Um, The wayfarer stops. Let me see if I can find that. The word is customer, (laughs) visitor. So the visitor um, takes note that there's something nice going on here. So Ross said that harvestable 3D human natives... Uh, It would be rare if people didn't notice something special about them. So look around you, (laughs) see the creator, in the form of 3D natives, 98%, uh, of whom some are harvestable. Yeah, that's good. But it seems, Ross said, there are few to harvest. And then I think you can see that uh, very few of them have um, a certain kind of radiance. They may be good, decent people. It's not the same as a radiance that... Is remarkable or notable, that that makes one remark. This is a fine person. This is, a, you know, he's a fine fellow. She's a fine lady. That's a fine person. Uh, that person has notable virtue, goodness, light. They're bright, <laughs> right? So, um, knowing knowing others, one has wisdom. Knowing self or self knowing one is bright so the the harvestable is the one that knows self well well enough knowing is green blue they've applied green blue to one two three well enough so that they're harvestable so that the manifestation on their face is bright Ming so knowing others one has wisdom Uh, knowing others one is wise knowing self or self knowing one is bright and clear, uh, and manifest a radiance that <laughs> would be could be associated with harvestability. How many do you see like that? I don't see too many. I mean, I see decent folks, but I don't see bright folks. I don't see Mingren, the bright man or woman. All right. Um, meanwhile, um, the way the Tao. Um, Through the mouth, in the mouth, the Tao in its essence is flavorless, uh, colorless, uh, evanescent, uh, beyond form, obviously, beyond taste, beyond characteristic, right? Beyond the three characteristics, hey, hey, beyond the three marks, Uh, it's markless, it's unmarked, it's remarkable for its marklessness and so my my astral name is mark by the way uh, over the years if, probably 30 years periodically somebody say, thinks my name is mark and it happened this trip also it was very strange he said mark i said no no i'm scott but <laughs> and he knew my name um but it just was an astral pickup so um but uh markless is the is the greater And the Tao is uh, beyond characteristics. It's trans phenomenal. It's trans attributed or trans attributional. Trans attributional. You can't attribute quality to what's prior to quality. Um, That which is prior to birth and death is the deathless because it's ever been born. It's, um, you know, that's nirvana. That's the flame blowing out fire like mind unbound or mind like fire mind like fire unbound um and so that's a book Tanasaro Bhikkhu's collection excellent book mind like fire unbound buddha gotama answering the question of where does a buddha go after death he said it's like a fire going out where does it go it it, it can't be said to go anywhere because that fire was just a temporary appearance of um based on causes and conditions like the wood and uh, the spark and so um, you can say that the wood and the spark the, the wood is light and the spark is intelligent infinity and so by way of um, by way of dauda uh, the Tao Puts a spark to light and generates, hey, hey, let there be light. That let there be light is, um, lum, you know, luminal, genero- the, the genesis of luminosity. Um, the genesis of light is um, the Big Bang. And the spark is intelligent infinity, discerning the concept of <laughs> finity and the activity of free will, you know, upon. Love uh, as the origin of light um, that that sparking of intelligent of will and love, endless you know infinite will and infinite love or omnipotence upon omniscience, the sparking of omnipotence upon omniscience gives right to omnipresence or lumin or light intelligent energy um, but prior to. Um, the spark—it's um, all flavorless. Nothing to be seen, nothing to be heard, and of course, it's, it cannot be exhausted because it's—it um, it's, is infinity. It's infinite power, and um, that ability—that infinite power can—that that manifests infinite awareness, or intelligence, or love, and therefore infinite light of course it's inexhaustible so um, the deathless is beyond mark and characteristic uh, the three marks and the three characteristics Ainishanata pertain to that which is born That, but it's all light meaning it's, it's ultimately its nature is um, infinite will and infinite love infinite will love or loving will So the nature of light is infinite love, will, Um, boundless power, love, as the nature of light. Power, love, not you know, Rajas. the nature of light is love. Um, The nature of that love ultimately is is infinite power, and it arises. You know, it's just one of the functions of infinity. um, Is infinite power. Uh, which at the level of mind or sentience is infinite awareness with, whose characteristics is, to us, called love, which is enabling. It's um, the power um, of sentience or reflectivity or the, the potential for awareness. What is awareness, right? It's the reflectivity of light itself, I'd say. The natural reflectivity of light or the the. the 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 nature of light the vibratory nature of light is um sentience or awareness I'd say, so the very nature of light being vibratory and reflective um the vibratory is a manifestation of infinite power, and the reflective is the basis of awareness or consciousness or the sentience of, of of phenomena anyway um what you what you live is how you live you know what you know deeply is the basis of how you live and so back to 33 um this is it's a nice triad here 33 34 35 um knowing others see it's interesting <laughs> Whaley called it knowledge lao called it clever But actually (laughs) is wisdom or knowledge and so why don't we just say wisdom but knowing others as wisdom while self-knowing is bright it's Ming it's not discernment it's illumined yes you can say as uh, Whaley did it's Ming clear and bright and so by knowing others by knowing self one has the ability to be with others or bear with others and be with and bear with mind or self. From that, one can um, truly be content or satisfied as is or well as is. And that's richness, hey, hey, very clearly, actually, because there are lots of rich folk who are all screwy-dewy in their head, you know. There are a lot of screwy human rich folk physically rich so they have material abundance but their minds are a mess Uh, a windswept bitter desolate realm which is where some of them will end up after they leave the body a windswept desolate plain dark and foreboding with screams and shrieks (laughs) which are the screams and shrieks that they hadn't listened to during their life Uh, that ain't rich that's hell so, really rich is rich mind, which is rich heart, which is deep knowing of self and other, and therefore the ability or power coming from that knowing to be with self and other. Um, and being true to yourself is staying, what's in, staying in your place. Don't lose your station. Be true to yourself. Um, then one persists. Then one may experience the persistence of the one. So, next time we'll start at 36. I hope it was helpful. Uh, Thank you for being here. Take good care of yourselves, and good night.